the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. Which I have a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to all of you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Thanks to God. Our God wants to have an intimate relationship with all of us. That's one of the reasons why he sent Jesus into this world to save us. To make the opportunity for an intimate relationship with him available to us. But although that opportunity is there for us, most Christians don't have and enjoy the intimacy with God that God wants to have with us. And most of us don't know how if we wanted to. I've got good news. There are pathways that we can take to increase our intimacy with God. Every one of us needs to learn what those pathways are so that we can have and enjoy the type of intimacy with God that he desires for you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Amen, amen. Come on, get three, four, four, five, five around you. Tell them it's time to be blessed up in the house of God today. Come on, get three, four, four, five, five around you. And tell them to have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. And I'm telling y'all, y'all about to get blessed up in here. Up in here, up in here, up in here in Jesus' name. Praise God. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith. Same results. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Y'all ready for some word? Oh, get ready to get blessed by what you're about to heard. Praise God. Amen. Matthew chapter 3. You know, I got to rhyme some kind of way. Praise God. Matthew chapter 3. They don't have to be right as long as it rhymes. Praise God. Matthew chapter 3. We're going to continue in the teaching that we started just a little while back. And that is pathways to increase intimacy with God. Pathways to increase intimacy with God. Because you know this is our year for increased intimacy with God. This is a year that God is inviting us to have increased intimacy with him. And he is imploring us to come have increased intimacy with him because there's some things that he wants to do as a benefit of us increasing our intimacy like he desires us to. And so, of course, we are some of us are willing to do that. Praise God. And we're willing to do whatever he said to do. We've been working, of course, on this teaching. It's called Pathways to Intimacy with God. We're going to read the foundational text. Praise God. And get ready to move on to today's stuff. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a blessing to you. Hundredfold back into your life. That's if you got an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Matthew chapter three. We'll start reading at verse 13. It reads, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and cometh thou to me. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Suffer to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending, and praised God like a dove, and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved son, and who I am well pleased. This 
is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Singling him out from everybody else. Saying this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Of course, we found out this is talking about the account of when Jesus Christ entered into his ministry. Did what he needed to do to be able to step into the thing that God put him on this earth to do. Of course, he went to the river Jordan to be baptized as God told him to do. So that he could be able to enter into the priesthood like God had intended him to do. And we know that also that when he fulfilled all righteousness and did what it is that he was supposed to do. That uh, the Bible says, lo, the heavens opened unto him, just like it opened unto me and you. Because when Jesus Christ fulfilled all righteousness, he didn't just do it for himself, he did it for us too. So that he can be able to do what's necessary to be able to cause us to be able to have the same thing happen to me and you. The heavens opened unto him, just like it did, uh, it does for us. Whereas he had access to the Father. He had access to everything that the Father had. Everything that the Father had in his possession. Everything, including the Father himself, praise God. Well, God wants to invite that same opportunity to me and you. So that we can be able to have access to the Father and benefit like we're supposed to. The Bible also says the Spirit of the Lord descended on him as of a dove. That's Holy Ghost. God on earth at this particular time that we're going to lead and guide him into what it is he needed to do. As well as empower him and help him to do what God called him to do. And the Bible also says that the voice came from heaven. That's from the Father saying, this is my beloved son in who I am well pleased. We found out that that word son in the Greek is the word hoyo. Which is talking about a son. But it doesn't state which kind of son. Because this could be either a remote son or it can be an intimate son. It could either be a distant son or it can be a close son. That's why we have to check with the, with the adjective that's attached to that to be able to determine, determine which one is he talking about here. Well, he called him his beloved son. That word beloved means dear. And trust me, God don't consider you dear unless you're willing to draw completely near. And so this was his dear son. So that lets us know that this was a close, intimate son. But when we learn that, praise God, we also learn that God has two types of sons. He has ones that's close Ones that are far away. We have ones that spend time with him and, and some that won't give him none of his day. We have some that are intimate with God and they have some that are remote from God. That are nowhere near God. Praise God. Although they are a part of the family. And we found out that the ones that we want to be like is the ones that's close. We want to be like the one that's immediate. We want to be the dear sons. Praise God. Because we've been told that Jesus is our elder brother. He's the firstborn of many, of many brethren. But since he's the firstborn, I don't know which born you are, but we wanted the born, praise God. And we're supposed to be just like him. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So if he was close, we want to be close. If he was dear, he want, we want to be dear. If he fulfilled all God had in store for him, we want to fulfill all that God has in store for us. Some of us want to fulfill all of what God has in store for us. A few of us want to fulfill all of what God has in store for us. And as quiet as it's kept, and it's kept real quiet, we'll get into it later in detail. But the most awesome thing that Jesus Christ shed his blood for you for was intimacy with the Father. To reconnect you back to the Father so that you can be able to enjoy the awesomeness of the living God and find out also about the awesomeness of who you really are. Because since you've been created in his image and likeness, you'll never know you till you know him. That's why we pretend to, that's why we pretend to be like a world that's not, that, that, that we're not supposed to be like because we still don't know who we are. Because we don't know who our father is. You need to know your daddy. This one you can't do a DNA test on. 1-800-ARE-YOU-MY-DADDY. Praise God. This one you got to find in the book. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. We found out God is inviting us to intimacy this year. We found out that the definition for intimacy is a close, familiar, and, and, and usually affectionate or loving personal relationship with another person or group. Well, God is the, is, 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 the, is the person and the Godhead is the group. The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost are who we're going to increase our intimacy with. We're going to have a close relationship with him, a familiar relationship with him, an affectionate relationship with him, a loving, personal relationship with him. No more the distant stuff. No more knowing about him. It's time to know him. 
It's no more knowing of him, but it's time to love him and be able to step in all that God has in store for us. Because intimacy also means close and warm friendship and understanding, personal relationship. It's a close and warm friendship or understanding. God said, I want to have an understanding with you. And I want you to have an understanding with me based upon an understanding of each other. Come on, draw closer so you can see. God wants to develop a personal relationship with us. One is close, one is familiar, one is warm, one is affectionate. But in order for us to step into that, we got to have a pathway to be able to get to that. Just like Dorothy had some bricks to follow in order to get to ours. Praise God, you got some things you need to follow to get closer to God. Follow, follow, follow. Follow the pathway that God has for you. Turn to James chapter 4. <laughs> Turn to James chapter 4, second of the foundational text before we move on into what I, God has in store for you today. I'm telling y'all, it's going to bless you. It was blessing me. I had to pull my socks up in the back. It was home blessing my socks off. Praise God. James chapter 4. Good thing I had shoes on. It kind of like caught them. Praise God. Before they went all the way up. James chapter 4. <laughs> Start reading at verse 7. It says, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. But look at the privilege that comes right after that. No wonder they've been teaching you that for so many, so many years. Because look at the privilege that follows that. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. See, that's the invitation that God has given each and every one of us and extending to us. And that's to draw nigh to him. We found out that the word draw nigh means to make near, which means we need to make ourselves near. This isn't nothing that happens automatically. You need to make yourself near. This ain't nothing you can think yourself into. You got to make yourself near. You don't stand over in the corner with your eyes closed and fingers out talking about, hmm, and getting near to God. You, this, you got to do something. Bless God. You're going to have to do something. Praise God. I can't lay my hands on you and get you near on this one. Praise God. I can't, I can't blow on you get your knee on this one. This one you got to do. Praise God. You got to do. Reflexively, it means to approach. Praise God. To be at hand. To come and to come near. God wants you to do all that. He wants you to get near. He wants you to approach him. To come near to him. Near to, in proximity. So that we'll be closer to him. Praise God. He wants us to be at hand. To be within reach. It's time to reach out and touch God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Time to come to God. Praise God. That's what he's inviting. Can't you hear it in the spirit? Come. Praise God. Come. It's just one word. He just keeps using. Same one that had Peter walk water is the same one he's inviting you with right now. Come. Same one that had him defy the natural and be able to do what God told him to do is the same one that's going to have you defy the natural and do what God told you to do. So don't think no natural thing is going to get in the way of this one. Because a word that he gave you is going to have enough power to allow you to come and defy everything natural. To be able to step into this supernatural that he's trying to invite you to. And to come near, which means to draw closer, to increase the closeness. And I like this one, to reduce the distance. Because many of us have had distance between us and God. We've allowed things to get between us and God. We've let stuff get between God. Jobs get between God. Folk get between God. Come on, family members between God. Folk that want to be family members between God. No, 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 no more, no more. It's time for us to get all this stuff out the way and be able to get draw, draw closer to God starting today. Now, last few times we got together, we started talking about seek to increase intimacy with God. Seek to increase intimacy with God. Because this is something that you need to seek to do, that you need to look for opportunities and ways to do. You know, opportunities and ways to do, which means that you need to have opportunities and ways to do it. Well, God's going to give you the opportunity. In fact, excuse me, he already has given you an opportunity, and now he's teaching you the ways to do so. That's why we're talking about pathways to intimacy with God. We learn, praise God, that we're supposed to increase our intimacy, to, to in, increase our intimacy with God. We ought to seek the Lord. 
Then we found out how often. We found out in Psalms number 105, it means forevermore. That God wants us to do it forevermore. This ain't nothing we're going to just do for a little while and then stop it. Do it this year and then look for another word and do something different. No, baby, this is for now on. This for now on. Look at your neighbor and say, this for now on. So you might as well take good notes. Tell them you might as well take good notes. You're going to be doing this one for now on. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's a good thing. Praise God. We found out, praise God, that, seek, that the seeking of God, uh, uh, God's face opens a door for us to learn from him. See, there's some things he wants us to learn from him, but we can't do it till we get, get there with him. We found out, although that, you know, we, everybody be saying amen and shouting about it. We found out many people draw nigh to God with their mouths, but not with their hearts. Praise God. They talk it, but they don't walk it. Are you listening to me? They say it, but they really, they really don't mean it. Praise God. They, they say, but they play. Is anybody hearing me over here? I'm so glad I'm, a, I'm a, in the a midst of a people who don't play no games. We ain't playing God Monopoly. Praise God. Or nothing like that. No, this ain't no game up in here. Praise God. We for real. We, are, we for real. Some of us are for real. Praise God. We're going to do this thing. Hallelujah. We found out that there's a generation of people who are going to seek God's face. Is anybody in that generation? Glory to God. Oh, there's some people up in here that's going to do this. There's some people up in here that's doing this. We got a great call of witnesses in heaven. That's rooting you on. Being like, go do it. Go do it. Go get it, baby. Hallelujah. They rooting us on. They telling us, go ahead and do it. Said, we died for you to do it. We shed our blood for you to do it. Some of us lost our heads for you to do it. Some of us were hung to do it, for you to do it. Some of us were skewered with swords for you to do it. They rooting you on and say, come on and do it. And then there's one sitting on the throne that said, I personally bled for you to do it. Because it's the blood of Jesus that gave us opportunity to be able to step into his presence in the first place. Because the blood of Jesus covered our sins past, present, and future. That was what was between us and the Father. But now that that's been taken away, there's nothing between us and the Father other than your desire to do so. That's the only thing in the way now. But we about to squash that so that you can move forward into what God has in store for you. See, the Lord wants you to draw near to him with a, with a true heart. We found that out. That's how, where we left off last time. God wants you to draw near to him with a true heart. We found out that true heart is a heart that's full of truth, praise God. Because when you find out the truth of why it is that God wants you to do so, when you find out the truth of what's going to happen to you when you do so, when you find out the truth, if anything, we got to pull you out, praise God, rather than try to get you in. Turn to Psalms number 145. Let's dive on in. Psalms number 145, hundredfold back into your life, man of God. Hundredfold. Coming quickly. Psalms number 145. You have need of it. Psalms number 145. One of the reasons why God wants you to have all this truth in your heart is because you'll draw near with that kind of heart. Psalms number 145. We'll look at stanza number 18. It says, the Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him. And to all that call upon him in truth. That call upon him in truth. Now, when we call upon the Lord, God said, he's nigh us. That word nigh is meaning near. Praise God. The Lord is near all who call upon him. Now, I like it out of the Amplified Version. Y'all mind if I read it to you out of the Amplified Version. Read this stanza like this. It says, the Lord Lord is near to all who call upon him. To all who call upon him sincerely. 
and in truth. I like that word sincerely because the word sincerely means free of deceit, hypocrisy, or falseness. Free of deceit. Trying to gank somebody. Can I tell you something? You can't gank God. You can't run no flim flam on God. You can't run no, God ain't no, God, God, can I help you? God know everything. That's more than everything. God know everything. And so you can't run no game on God. God see through everybody. He can look all past your flesh. He can all look all past your tears running down your face. And, the, and, and how we done practiced in the mirror, our ugly face to make it look like we real sis. He can look all past that. Praise God. And look straight down into your heart. Joshua, I'm looking for somebody that's free of deceit, free of hypocrisy, not holding up no mask, free of falseness. Somebody that's earnest about this thing. Earnest. Don't go, to, don't go get your name changed to earnest. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is somebody that's willing to put up. Somebody that's willing to put up. That's what it means by earnest. Praise God. Like you can talk about buying a house all you want to, but you're going to have to put up some earnest money at some point. And that's when they find out whether you're serious or not. Praise God. If you try to hold them up, don't tell them I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for this house today and stuff. They, they ain't going for that. Wimpy only got hamburgers off of that. that. That don't work for nothing else. You got to give it up. Is anybody here? Yeah. See, God knows who's drawing under him for real. God also knows who's drawing under him for fake. That's the antonym of for them, uh, of, of for real. Praise God. See, we can fool everybody else, everywhere else, every time else. But we can't fool God at any time. God know, God know. Mm, God know. God know whether you're laying on your face because you want to draw closer to God or whether you're laying on your face because you're trying to get a little nod. God, God know the difference. <laughs> we think we think you out in the spirit, but God, but God know, God know, God know. That's why that word also means genuine. I know it's more accurately pronounced genuine, but you know I'm from the hood. Genuine, which means real. God's looking for somebody that's coming at him genuine, which means free from pretense or hypocrisy. So, so you don't have to practice your face when you do this. You don't have to practice how you do this and nothing like that. No, this is going to be just for real. Is anybody hearing me? The Bible in basic English renders this stanza thus, this way. It's the Bible in basic English. It reads, the Lord is near all those who give honor to his name, even to all who give honor to him with true hearts. So God here equates your drawing near to him as honoring him. Does that mean then not drawing near is dishonoring him? I'll get back with you on that. Praise God. Amen. Let's just work on the honoring part right now. Look at your name and say, hmm. I never thought about it that way. Praise God. Amen. Because if he said honoring him is drawing near to him, then the, equal, then the other side is equal to two. You know, a nickel is five cents whether it's heads or tails. It don't matter which way you turn it. It's still five cents. And so if honoring him is drawn clear, then we dishonoring him by not so. I guess that would be dishonoring the blood of Jesus that was shed so it could happen. I guess that would be dishonoring all that God did in order to be able to do what he needed to do. Even set things up for thousands of years just so the, for the fullness of time he could bring forth his son. And then empower his son to be able to make sure we can win the race he gave us to run. I guess it would be dissing him to not do so. While we're watching all these award shows, but we ain't got no time to be able to go into God's presence. Praise God. I guess we would, but we'll get to that later, though. We, we, we're not going to talk about that one right now. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 4. 
That way I can get off of it. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 4. Verse 7, because otherwise you'll be like, I should have listened to my body and said, don't come. Praise God. (laughs) Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 7. A question is being posed here that lets us know how good it is to draw near to God. It says in verse 7, for what nation is there so great who have God so nigh unto them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? Praise God. Now, let me, let, me, now let me help you with that question. I'm going to rephrase it because I know you read it that way. It gets you twisted and turned and praise God because they're doing it in old English, English and eloquent at the same time. Praise God. So it's kind of like untwisted a little bit. I'm going to rephrase it for you. It would read like this if I would rephrase it. The nation that is so great is the nation that has God near to them. The nation that is so great is the nation that God has near unto them. Now, when he's talking about nation, he's not just talking about a group of people. He's talking about an individual person because nations are talking about people. Are you listening to me? Up to and including individual people. You are a nation. The Bible told you you are in the book of first Peter. You are a holy nation. One has been separated out different than everything and everybody else. You ain't like everybody else. Other people might not have your nationality, but they ain't the same nation as you. Because your nationality is natural. Yours is spiritual. You are a child of the most high God. You want to take your origin back to a country. Let me take it back further. It's to a place called heaven. Out of an entity named God. Praise God. Elohim. The one that breathed you out, created you, molded you, and shaped you. You a different type of people, baby. You ain't like everybody else. It's everybody else to stay away from him. It's you to draw close to him. It's everybody else that don't know him. It's you that know him and the power of his excellence. You you somebody different, praise God. That's why it's such an insult for a child of God to try to act like the world. I said that's why it's such an insult for you to act like the world. That's what I said, praise God. Because they don't know God. They ain't holy like me and you. They don't have the privileges that we do. That's what I said, praise God. Ain't nobody like you. Because you've been created in the image and likeness of God. That's why they walk around acting like dogs. Is anybody hearing me up in here? You are a holy nation. A chosen generation. That's called forth to show forth his glory. You ain't like everybody else. Quit trying to be like everybody else. Why would you settle for less when you're already the best? The nation that is so great is a nation that has God near to them. In other words, the greatness of a man or woman is based upon their proximity to God. Oh, come on. I'm about to hit singles tomorrow. Praise God. The greatness of a man or a woman is based upon their proximity to God. Not what shape their body is in, what shape their spirit is in. Well, that's all we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. Hope that you're learning that God really does want to be in a closer, more intimate relationship with us. God not only wants to have a closer, more intimate relationship with us, but he's opened a door of opportunities into a closer, more intimate relationship with him. 
Now, I don't know about you, but I plan to take advantage of that opportunity and increase my intimacy with God. I hope you do the same thing, too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And to all of the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another and have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month. What a wildest way to focus San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and spend one evening out of the month investing in the marriage so it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing all of you this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at a Word of Faith Essay. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 